guy was clear, clearly super yeah. insecure and I yeah. felt bad for him, but I didn't want to play into the whole... I didn't think there was any point in bullshitting to him because I felt like that was only going to make his insecurities even worse. Yeah. So he'd sent me that text like, oh, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that I just wasn't feeling a connection and I don't yeah. see the point in exploring it if there's no connection and yeah. then he like lost his mind he, like in a bad way in a bad way aggressively in, like, oh because you if you don't find me attractive is that why you're that's just an excuse for yeah you don't find me attractive you know and then yeah. it kind of i thought thought there's no point i don't even need to justify myself do you know what i mean yeah like, that's his insecurities yeah and in the end i just blocked him because it was just like i don't need to like cop this shit from someone I don't even know yeah. like I was just being honest I didn't say that I didn't find him attractive it wasn't anything to do with looks whatever I, it was just like there was no chemistry there yeah know? which is really tough and that's <clears throat> one of the it, I don't want to say risk risk isn't the right word but it's one of the things that you do have to take into consideration when you start dating people is that mm. when when you go out there and you put yourself out there and you put yourself together and you use your time and your money mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. you're being super considerate of that it's it is it's that it's that realization that they want it you don't yep. and then it's that knowing it's that awful pit in the gut of mm -hmm. when i let him know that this isn't for me yep. which way is this going to sway yeah yep yep and it's the it's awful that it's like it's a relief when they are like cool cool mm -hmm. no worries or gravy best of luck hope yeah, you yeah. find someone and you know it's genuine mm -hmm. but that is that is not what the majority is the majority is somebody has put themselves out there guys mm -hmm. have he's been vulnerable by coming to meet you mm -hmm. he might have felt a spark mm. he's fabricating some hope and then as soon as there's the no, all of those insecurities yep. runneth over. It's a volcano of yep. emotion that really doesn't have anything to do with you. That's right. But, yep. how, but you are, it's your world. It's your reality. You mm. are receiving that from somebody else. Mm. It's tough. Definitely way more confident now 100%. than I've ever yeah. been at yeah. this age. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. 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 Um, do you, have you guys ever been in like a relationship where you were super crazy psycho insecure? Oh, I've been fully I've psycho. Been, yeah. Level 100 psycho. Yeah, stage absolutely. Five clinger fucking yeah. nutcase, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me. <laughs> Oh wow, you pulled a Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it didn't fucking work by the wow. way. Wow. He left. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We're still really good mates now, actually. That's he amazing. Was, um, he's one of my best friends, but I'm Well, you can yeah. be because you chose to live, so yeah. <laughs> Thank God, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So she was a fucking psycho, right? So Guilt she, projection. She would go is nasty. To have, so she found, like, say we're dating, so she found the ex girlfriend's pajamas or the ex girlfriend's toothbrush in the house, or she'd find an old diary. And what she did one time 
start shredding the pajamas till it was like one by one each thread. She was shredding it till it was a pile, and then she sent me the photo, and she thought it was the most funniest fucking thing ever. And in my head, I'm like, "You're fucking psycho! Mm. Like you're psychotic! Yeah. Like, you're that inaccurate pajamas! Like you don't even know her. You don't know what kind of relationship they have. They're broken up now. Yeah." Yeah, that's nuts. That's but I've yeah. not been that bad in a relationship. Mm. I have been really psycho to the point where I'm like, he's out with his fucking friends. How dare he not pay attention to me? Mm. And I've told him, oh, hey, babe, oh, I love you. And he didn't say he loved me back. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'd purposely start a fight wow. and make him feel really, really bad yeah. about going out with his mates. Yeah. Just because I was so fucking insecure about myself mm. that I was like a fucking psycho bitch, you know? So yeah. It definitely all stems from in- insecurity, doesn't yeah. it? Okay, yeah. I said something bad about myself, so you guys go cross check the oh. Zebra Nectar song. Surely, <laughs> surely I did that at the start, didn't I? By like my, my suicide <laughs> attempt, you know? Yeah, next. <laughs> um, for me, especially in my early 20s, it was, it was this really bizarre phase of being super independent so I was out I was out of home at 17 and I've been I've been an adult for a very long time um so for me it was like she's Miss Independent it was that stage do you know what I mean um it was that thing 10 years ago where that empowerment came on I'm a survivor like it's all (laughs) that like it was really wait question yes the queen bee. Oh, no. I used to wow. love Beyonce. Yeah. Really was into it. Yeah. Thought she was everything. Mm-hmm. Thought she was amazing. Yeah, I, I have to admit, the last couple of albums, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I don't mm. get it. I, I don't I get it. She lost me after the last couple of albums. And then I... <laughs> yeah, so I'll send this to you about my mate. She would like take photos of the girl's diary and send it to us. And it's like, I don't want to see this shit. Like, I don't care, you know? And then, because she knew that she, she knew where that girl worked, right? She would go there on purpose and stare at the girl. And this poor girl working, you know, doing her job, like she knew what restaurant she worked at. So she would go to that restaurant and sit there and like give this girl the dirtiest fucking looks because that's how insecure she was. That's Holly. disgusting. What did yeah. your boyfriend think about Miss Behaviour? Well, he didn't really jerry, and I think it was because she was hot. Like, she was a fine piece of ass. Like, my friend was very, very good looking. And, like, he didn't, I think he ignored it. And then I think uh, what happened was they broke up somehow. I don't know what happened, but they broke up. And then it was bizarre. It was weird. Like, uh, they just broke up. And then she was still. super jealous like I remember we got into a fight one time at a club because the chick there was his ex-girlfriend like a different ex-girlfriend like or they used to date or they had a thing or it was even his friend like a close friend and she would try and 
you know, I've never been that psycho, but my first boyfriend, I was psycho a little bit, and we fought a lot, and it was really toxic, and it, I, I blame that on me, because I was a fucking crazy psycho bitch, um, but I learned from that, so I became less psycho in my next relationship, and then I became less psycho in the next relationship, because I think I just felt like, I felt bad, I felt mm. really stupid, I felt like, why am I jealous for? It just took yeah. me down another level, you know? So, yeah, and then seeing my friends be like that, it was just not, it wasn't good. I was like, yeah. Okay, go on, Claire. You were getting, you were asking me to talk about that, yeah. So, for me, in my early 20s, that's right, and I was talking about the independence, where it, yeah. it was mass independence. Yeah. I was on an independence streak. And it was almost like I was going through this thing where I didn't need a man. I wanted one, but I didn't need one. I don't need you. I'll lift it myself. I'll do it myself. I can do it all myself. So it was like a mass. I was already quite intimidating and emasculating. Mm. But then on top of that, I was a bit of a word smith, and I took quite a lot of enjoyment out of flexing my skills to snap you back in line yeah. with words. Yes. So, yes. and I was, I was, I was quick to bite mm. and the, the bite would turn into a raging skin flame in and seconds. Did you find that men were intimidated by that characteristic? I found at the time that I was dating men that liked that. Right. So you're perpetuating this continual cycle of they they put you down, you put them down. It's taken as banter at the start. Mm -hmm. It's like a bantery sort of cool thing. We can have a laugh of each other. Mm -hmm. No, but she's so cool. She never gets offended. She's like my mate. Yep. Very bro-y. Mm -hmm. But then when things got serious and they would upset me or offend me or something would go on or they would go out or whatever it would occur. Like my situation. Yep. Yeah. Then it would either be the message battle, the text battle in yeah. words, who could say something that hurts but in a super intelligent, intellectual way. Where can I snap you in your soft spot? Yeah. Or it would be the face-to-face the face -face confrontation. Absolutely, where it would yeah. be like there is nothing that you can say to me that I am I'm gonna win. Like I'm there's nothing you can say to me where I'm not going to win this b battle of acid tongue words. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. And it's just it's this really nasty yeah. cycle. It gets super toxic yeah. because yeah. then it's all it's almost like there's the banter and the joking and the, oh, she never gets offended and it's it's really cool and we can, like, poke fun at each other and have a laugh mm. that you sort of had at the first bit of the relationship. That's how it starts. They'll say something, oh, no, but it wasn't meant to be like that. Then when you have actual fights mm. and the swords come out and it gets really nasty, 
you never go back to yeah. the bantery thing. It's yeah. always people learn your weak spots yeah. and you press to impress. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you, you remember those things too because words Absolutely you do. more yep. than actual, you know, physical, physical. things. But yep. um, I think it's just verbal abuse and then mm. it's because I'm insecure. So I want to make you feel on the same level as me. Like I'm insecure, so I want you to feel insecure. And as soon as he starts showing traits of insecurity, it's like I've won. Mm. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm winning in this relationship. When yeah. There is no winning in a relationship. No. It should just be. I think it's much more healthy to just respect each other for who you are. I and think. You know, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. got a lot of knowledge. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Didn't realize. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's definitely when I'm thinking in reflection of times where I thought I, I thought I had it. I thought I was doing relationships really well. I thought I knew what it was about. I thought I knew myself. I thought I was slaying the fucking game because I was the queen and I always played to win. And it didn't matter what you said to me or how you said it to me because I was, I'm was. i always on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the shit. I'm the fucking shit. It's the confidence that women, girls... It's this awful arrogance yeah. that comes from experience with toxic relationships and people who like that they want a fiery woman mm. they want someone who can stand up for themselves they like someone who's who says well fuck off you know fuck you but then it's the passion and it's yeah. this cycle I think when you're when I was in my early 20s and, I, and that's where I was at and that's what I was playing and I was the best at it are naturally enticed game players yeah. mm -hmm. and you think you're winning when and you're, you're not you you're just not oh my god yeah you look yeah. good yeah. you feel good mm -hmm. you think you're like the shit and yeah. then it comes across like really strongly as well you know that's why you know we dress the way we dress in our early 20s mm -hmm. yeah no please tell okay so we were telling hannah the other day that mm -hmm. i'm into food it, what the, and she loves it she thinks it's like fantastic mm -hmm. um so there are <coughs> marissa can you explain that <coughs> gum so there's three <coughs> different three different types of women one the first one is the one that uh, like that she drops her handkerchief and then she picks it up and she's like i don't need you to pick it up i can it up for me yeah that was know? definitely like i think that was claire and i yep. in our early 20s when we thought we were the shit and yep. it's like i don't can do need anybody i can yep. do this myself yeah then there's the woman that drops the handkerchief and she's like oh i can't possibly pick that up on my own what I do just i do can't, i don't know how to bend down and pick it up <laughs> so the man comes in and rescues yep. her and picks it up and for she's her. white knight like, oh my god, god thank amazing. you perfect so much, you know yeah. because me and then there's the woman that drops the handkerchief yeah. and she knows that she can pick it up for herself but she lets the man pick it up for her like it's all about like mindfuckery like <laughs> that then makes the man feel like he's got a purpose you know the man yeah. is intimidated intimidated by the woman yeah. that can pick it up herself and goes no fuck you i don't need you i can do that 
the man doesn't like the woman who is like all useless and shit. Like, oh, I can't do anything by myself. I need you. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the the man likes to feel like he's got a purpose. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he that his masculinity is the important. fact that he knows she can pick it up herself, mm. but she's gonna let him do it mm. because she's smart. Yeah, he's not gonna waste her yeah. time. And I think you and your partner are exactly like that. You could do a lot of the stuff that you probably get him to do yeah, for you by yeah. yourself. And he likes you know? it. When but I he ask him loves to do doing shit yeah. for you. Yeah. You know? And then I say, oh, thanks, babe. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're mm. so clever. Like, how would I ever do this without you? But really, if I really wanted to do it, I could probably build that IKEA shelf on my own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard. But then I make him feel really, really important about it. But he does, because I think he does a really good job. And mm-hmm. I, it comes from a genuine yeah oh he's just so amazing he can build anything you know and i think guys feel really appreciated yeah yeah i have a live example of the handkerchief effect Mm -hmm. so the other week i was at coles and i had a few things in one hand and it was like a friday so scotch and diet coke it is and (laughs) i had a box of diet coke like a 30 can thing they are quite heavy i think they're like 18 Mm -hmm. kilos or something and I decided to be lazy and not go to self-checkout and go to an actual person. Amazing. What a lovely experience. Yeah. In the um, small items yeah. person. Yeah. Just sometimes I like to treat myself with a bit of human-human interaction, you know. I'll take it where I can get it. And I'm there and I went to pick it up. I squatted because, you know, good lift form. Went to pick it up and put it. Went to pick it up and put it on the counter so that she could scan it. And there was a really old man behind me, talking old man, and he dove forth to pick it up and put it on there for me. And I let him. And then, and I said, "Thank you so much. Thank you." I thanked him, and then he helped me take it off when I'd finished paying. And I said thank you to him again. And then I picked it up and took yeah. it all the way to my car in the car park mm-hmm. and I went I went home and I was talking to my boyfriend about it about how I'd read an article it was the same week where a woman in America had refused for a guy to take her luggage down in an aeroplane because of feminism and that she wasn't going to allow a man to wield his masculinity on her independence and that she thought so strongly about it was her moment to take a stance for her own femininity that not only did she put him in his place and make him feel bad for what offering to do that then she also felt propelled enough to then write an article about it or do a facebook thing or something and it went viral so i'd seen this come up on my social media a couple of days before and i thought I don't agree with that. And then this happened to me. This old man, it's his, that's the, the handkerchief is mm-hmm. fucking real for them. Mm-hmm. That is Absolutely. a real thing. Yep. That is their generation. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Only old people have hankies. Mm-hmm. Like when have you seen like a 25 year old guy in the club, like blow yep. his nose on his nose yep. on a hanky? Yep. Like <laughs> no one's <laughs> popping it like that anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But for him, mm-hmm. for me, I knew that I didn't need his help. Yeah, of course. But for him, that's what makes him a man. And it was lovely for him to do that. And it made, he felt, you could tell he felt chuffed. Why wouldn't 
I do. Why wouldn't I do that for him? Not even that. Like, why would you make him feel horrible for doing that? You know, like, did it affect your feeling as a powerful, independent woman? No, because I know. Absolutely not. Because I I know who I am. But I also have, I have enough respect and Mm. I'm worldly enough and I have enough intelligence emotionally Mm. to know that that engagement with that man would have made his day Mm -hmm. to help, to help me. And for me to be so thankful to him for doing that, Mm -hmm. what, there's no harm in that. There is mass harm. I believe in in what that other lady did, yep. and there was also mass harm done for me in the way that I conducted myself in my in my twenties, mm-hmm. in my relationships, by misconstruing independence with confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I was perpetuating confidence through not needing anybody or anything and I do me yeah. mm-hmm. and by by being in toxic relationships and playing playing the game and playing the game to win yeah mm-hmm. yeah I get you that's you're absolutely right it's just when what is he it's not like he's even when he does that for you or when the old man did that for you it's not like you've gone you start thinking oh he thinks I can't do it on my Yeah. So it's like, yeah. How? What are you and your partner like? Are you guys like that, or do you sort of? We're we are a team. Mm. We, the relationship that I have at the moment, we are everything that I ever could have wanted, and thought thought that I deserved. But I certainly hadn't had not previously put in the work or had the consideration or the understanding to fabricate what we have in any other previous relationship. It's like I I met him and we have what we have now because of having yeah, having all absolutely. of those other experiences, yeah. Yeah. but also, oh my goodness, I've put in the work. Yeah. Mm. I've done the work, I've done the therapy, mm. I've done solo travel, I've done... I've done it all to be able to know what I believe a relationship should look and feel like. Mm, And I am very fortunate Mm -hmm. that with my partner, I got a blank slate. So he's never had a girlfriend before. I'm his Mm. first girlfriend. That's scary. That's, it was only because for me. Um, he's great question because I couldn't understand it when he told me. Yeah, when he told me, I was like, "What?" Because to me, oh my god, no, no, he's uh, let it be known for the record, he has huge hands, can shred the nana, yeah, <laughs> metalhead guitarist. The hands are just fine. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't work it out because he what he is so handsome, and when we met for the first time, it was like it was insane because he had really long hair, yeah, long and he was like this beautiful Viking, 
I was at the casino and it was like all the colour went out and it went black and white. And I don't know if you know this song, but it's this film clip and it's like, saying I love you (laughs) is not enough to... That, it was like, boom. It was like those guys. Do you remember that film clip and those guys with the guitar and the long hair? And touch me. I was like, (laughs) the whole world stopped. I was like, damn, who is this guy? Like, amazing. So when he said on our first date that he'd never been in a relationship before, I was like, oh, oh, God, like, why? And I just asked him why. And he said to me that he he just hadn't, he'd never found anyone intelligent enough. And I was like, oh, God, because (laughs) I didn't finish high school. Like, he's been to uni. He's a software developer. And all of his friends are very smart and they've all been to uni and they're all, they're all, (laughs) they're all, yeah, Yeah, they're all engineers and. I've got a mate who's uh, like very intelligent, very smart as well. And he's 40 something and he's only decided to settle down with an equally intelligent woman who's perfect. And he only got married recently, but they're 42. So he's old, you know, like. So dinners, yum. Right. Girls that he slept with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're very intelligent, and he's found his perfect, equally intelligent woman. Yeah. And they're just like annoyingly perfect together, which is really annoying. Just like they're just perfect. Just like get out of my face. You can't just come in. Oh my god, that is me. Yes, that's I you. Me. That's me so now. Yeah. But like, he doesn't do rock and stuff like that. Like your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely not boring. We are amazing. Yeah. But yeah, there definitely was um, more a lot of pressure that I put on myself at the start because I understood and respected the responsibility that I had to him mm-hmm. that even if we didn't work out, worst case scenario, we didn't work out. I wanted our relationship to be so foundational and so fundamentally sound and to really show him what a great, amazing relationship and true love yeah. and what being grateful on a daily basis for somebody else in your life that's why it's so successful. Because looks and feels like. This relationship with those goals, and yep. everyone should walk into a relationship with that kind of goal. Yep. Yeah. Your best, and then when it's done, it was a good memory and not a bad memory. It had to be. I put that onus on myself, and it had to be for him, because I understood the responsibility that if we were not to work out, I wanted him to know what an amazing relationship looked and felt like, yeah. so that he would have that for the rest of his life. If that, if it happened to not be with me. Fingers crossed we'll be like old and wrinkly together and smoosh our wrinkles together. Hot. Um, (laughs) That if that was not to be for me, I don't want to say the gift, but I definitely wanted to instill an amazing first relationship experience with him. Because I just, I know for myself I didn't get that. 
I just don't know many people who don't have to have growth and an understanding of themselves for their future relationships because their first one or their first few were like my 20s. When you're going through that that really weird time where you're trying to work out who you are, it's a very different experience because I went into it knowing exactly who I am and he knew who he was Mm. and it's everything else after that is a bonus. We are we are a team we are a unit and it's it's fucking awesome enjoy being single and being independent you know like I've got what I like to call like a part-time boyfriend that I see like once a week you know that not even like a part-time boyfriend just a part-time like shag buddy but more than a shag buddy you know yeah like absolutely um and it's cool because there's no fucking pressure at all on either of us you know because I know in his life he is under so much pressure with his work and stuff that I don't want to put any other unnecessary pressure on him so I'm yeah. like not like nagging, going, can't be there spending any time together. I want to spend this time with you. What are you doing when you're not with me? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, eh, if I see him, awesome. If I don't see him, whatever. Yeah. You know? And that's the stage that I'm at in my life generally with everything. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, if this happens, awesome. If this doesn't happen, well, I'm like fully 100% content in me and my own space and my own life. So yeah. And that's that beautiful culmination of life experience mm. and getting to know yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's those two beautiful things that you hope everybody gets to in their life, but they don't mm. really, which is a self-assurance yeah. mixed with utmost exterior respect, mm. which yeah. means that you can have yeah. a relationship where you see this person once a week mm. and it's all gravy. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Mm. I have always encouraged and thought that that's such a healthy mm. thing if you are single, you know, I worked in the mines for a lot of years. That is, that is not, that is not, you know, 2,000 men to 50 women. That's yeah, the ratio. Wow. That's real life. Mm. Um, that is not the environment. It's super rare that people find the love of their life. Mm. Um, in that situation, it's just, it's just not, not how it is. Yeah. Um, but I've always been super encouraging of having something. It's I don't want to say arrangement because I feel yeah, like yeah. that's not the right word, but yeah. it's yeah. that if you can, it's much better to have a connection with someone one one day, one night a week than to have no connection with anybody. With anybody, or to have the wrong connection. Correct, hundred percent. You know, I am now, and I'm like a hundred percent honest about it. Like before, in my previous lifetimes, I felt like 
I've projected this image of somebody who's confident and sure of herself, and yep. people have projected that image onto me, like, wow, you've got your shit together, you know, like, you're really confident, you know who you are, but yeah. I'm, like, dying inside, Yes. You know? just, like, this is fucking, like, not, why do they think this about me, you know, because this is not, or like that, what do they call it, that imposter syndrome, yep. you know, like, fuck, one day everyone's going to find out that I've got, like, zero confidence, and you it's know, terrifying. and I'm not sure of myself, you yep. know. Um, but this is probably the first time in my life and it's taken a fucking shitload of experience to get here yeah. where I can actually fully say I am, like, confident and happy with who I am. Yeah. Know? And be real about it and, like, really fully mean it, you know, and, like, yeah. not go home and cry in the corner and be like, oh, why did I say that I was confident in myself yeah, when I'm yeah. not really? Yeah. Or yeah. Why yeah. Why you hold me back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Why you hold me back? Yeah. You don't. I don't care, and I also know deep down inside that he's not calling me back because he's got other fucking priorities in his life. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. not the be-all and end-all of his fucking life, and that's yeah. fine. That's not because I'm not good enough or as a person or not important enough or yeah. not fucking pretty enough or, you know, whatever. That's just because people have got other shit going on in their lives and they can't spend 100% of their time with you. Yeah. you know? I wish I got there sooner, you know. I really hope that it doesn't take every girl on the planet to go through what I've been through and the sacrifices that I've had to make to get to this point. Yep. Um, But, yeah, it's just fucking awesome.